On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 39, and do we have a show for you today? Our guest on this interview segment of the show was a Baywatch beauty. It's Donna Erico. That's right. She's joining us here today, so stick around for that. You're going to want to hear this one. And uh, let's see. Also, be sure to check us out on MySpace at MySpace slash on screen and beyond and there you can become a friend you can find information about the show uh, who's been on and all that sort of stuff we put up a, a notice every once in a while up there so check that out and also check out our website of course www.onscreenandbeyond.com there's so much to do there it's uh, you can get uh, past episodes and the that's under the osb podcast reruns button and uh, we also have movie reviews and we have tv dvd reviews and that's before they even come out in stores you can check them out they're short we tell you about them tell her if it's good or bad or whatever uh let's see we also have tim neely's weekly column called in hollywood and he'll give you news uh what's going on in tinseltown and there's just so much more so check it out on screen and beyond.com and uh, like I said, you can get all our past interviews, find out who we've had on the show before, and you can get that uh, and listen to that and find out, you know, we just got so many different people we've interviewed, and they're just great to listen to. Uh, also, we've been working on getting more great guests, and um, they're going to be coming up because uh, we've been working really hard, and we've come up with some really great guests in the next coming weeks and, and months that are coming up. You're going to hear some great people telling us their stories, the inside information about the TV shows they were in, the movies they were in, the musical groups they were in. Uh, it's, it's all going to be right here on On Screen and Beyond, so you want to l- keep listening and checking out the website when those come out. Well, lately, we've been popping them out one a week, so um, we're going to keep trying to do that, uh, but uh, there may be a time when we might have to slow down sometimes you just can't keep up with it sometimes it gets kind of kind of tough but uh, we'll see what we can do for you and uh, that's about it for now but we're going to go into remake madness coming up next right here on on screen and beyond please hang up and try again well remake madness it's always continuing it never stops you know they've done so many different things to find something to make and they've done Scooby-Doo. Now they're hitting back a little bit further. The famous cartoon Yogi Bear may be in the works. That's right. Warner Brother has their way. That's what's going to happen. They're going to send you good old Yogi into the CGI world. All right. And Warner Brothers is also looking at remaking the never-ending story from the 1980s. And uh, that's still in the early stages, but they're looking at that. And superheroes, well... They're always looking to find a new superhero or an old superhero to remake into a movie. And it looks like the Green Lantern comic book remake is now slated for December 2010 release. So stick around for that one. And Total Recall, of course, that was the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, is in the process of being remade or rebooted, whatever you want to call it now. That's how they're labeling them. And uh, I'm sure we'll keep you updated on that one as it comes out. 
Also, uh, let's see, Jake Gyllenhaal and Jim Carrey are teaming up to remake the musical Damn Yankees. And Carrey will play the devil in that one, so that's something a little bit different for him. And that's about it for Remake Madness, but coming up next, we have upcoming movies rumored and definite right here on On Screen and Beyond. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, as far as upcoming movies, it looks like Keanu Reeves is going to headline Cowboy Bebop as he plays the head bounty hunter in this interstellar adventure uh, on a starship named Bebop. Okay, it's also a Japanese anime show or movie, whatever, and uh, that's something that uh, people who are into that one are going to really be heading out to see. And Noah Wiley is rumored to be starring in a film called Queen of the Lot, and it's released, uh, is set for this year. And his former ER alum... That's George Clooney, of course. Is uh, slated to star in an animated film called Fantastic Mr. Fox. And that's set for a 2009 release. It also stars Angelica Houston, Bill Murray, and Kate Blanchett. Speaking of Bill Murray, it looks like he's also filming a movie called Get Low with Robert Duvall and Sissy Spacek. And you can look for a 2009 release on that one also. That's about it for upcoming movies. And uh, next... It's, it's a little thin because we've been doing so many shows, but uh, we're coming up with a few more sequels that are going to be coming your way right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, sequels, uh, it looks like the 1963 film It's a Mad, 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 Mad World is looking at a 2010 release. No word on who's going to be in it, but uh, that's, uh, like you say, it was a 1963 movie and it had... Uh, Every single star from that time was in that movie, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if they're going to do the same type of thing. And let's see, Friday the 13th sequel is heading for a 2010 release also, and uh, that's about it for sequels right now. And like I said, because we've done so many shows that uh, it's there, we're finally getting ahead of the sequels, I think, but maybe not. We'll find out on the next episode. But coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, June 2nd. It looks like the release date is set for The Hunger, the complete first season. It's the 1997-98 Showtime series and uh, about vampires and everything. And this season includes such guest stars as Karen Black, Robert Ito, uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond, of course, and a former guest on On Screen and Beyond, Sally Kirkland. So check that out. And Weed Season 4 hit stores on June 2nd also. It's a three-disc set in 13 episodes. And Quincy M.E. Season 3 arrives on DVD also on June 2nd. And it, of course, uh, stars Jack Klugman. 
And out soon on March 31st is The Fugitive Season 2, Volume 2. And you can check out our review on that at onscreenandbeyond.com. We've already had a chance to check that one out, and it's posted up there already. So give that a look. And also on March 31st, we'll bring Hope and Faith Season 1 to DVD, and it stars uh, Faith Ford and Kelly Ripa. And that's about it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, we're going to be looking at movies coming out on DVD right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> movies on DVD, it looks like Seven Pounds with Will Smith arrives on DVD on March 31st. And My Bloody Valentine 3D slashes its way into stores on May 19th. Doubt with Meryl Streep is heading also into stores. And it looks like Keanu Reeves' version of The Day the Earth Stood Still arrives on April 7th. And it looks like Disney's Bolts is looking for a release of March 24th in stores. And finally, Yes Man with Jim Carrey comes out on DVD on April 7th. That's about it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next, we're going to have a chat with... Donna D'Erico, one of the Baywatch beauties, coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond. You don't want to miss it. All right, my guest today on On Screen and Beyond is the beautiful Donna D'Erico. Welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Um, you, uh, of course, you were on Baywatch, and uh, everybody, you know, enjoyed that show. Um, but uh, how did you start your career? How did I start it? Well, I, I actually started with doing commercials. My first one was a Tostitos commercial with Chris Elliott, and then I did the the usual round of um, Married with Children and High Tide and Unhappily Ever After and those kinds of shows. And then um, I auditioned for this new spin-off to Baywatch, which was called Baywatch Nights. And I got that, and um, they liked me well enough to roll me over onto Baywatch as well. So I ended up being on both series at the same time as the same character. How long did that last, I'm not, I, the, the Baywatch Nights? Um, well, unfortunately, I think it only lasted two seasons after, after yeah. I joined it. And um, so I stayed on there for two seasons, and then I was on Baywatch for two seasons, and I left. Mm-hmm. Now, you've done some films. I, I, I saw on your, your resume. Yes, I've done, I've done several films. Some of them have been straight to DVD, but um, most recently I've been doing independent films um, with Mary McGuckian, who's the writer, producer, director, and um, they star people like Jennifer Tilly and Andy McDowell and Colin Fior, and um, those have been lots of fun. And I think my, overall my, my absolute best experience as an actress has been on these independent films. Mm -hmm. And you do have a new project coming up. Can you give us some information about it? Actually, two. There's um, there's one called Intervention. Um, that's one of Mary McGuckin's films. And there's another one called Inconceivable. Intervention is making its rounds at festivals now. And Inconceivable um, just finished post just recently. And then we begin filming one called um, The Making of Plus One. So that's another independent film that I'm doing. Is, can you let us know what it's about? The uh, plus one, the yeah. making of plus or one. Each, each of them. Actually. You know, well, in, intervention is about um, kind of like the title suggests. It's about uh, a man, a man that gets 
intervened on for drug and alcohol abuse and then he goes to rehab and his wife played by Jennifer Tilly shows up for for a family program and his girlfriend played by me also shows up and there's um there's a lot of drama and fights and things like that. I had to get in a fight scene with Jennifer Tilly. I actually broke my rib during the fight really? scene by accident. Jeez. And um, But it was a lot of fun. And, and um, then um, Inconceivable is about an in vitro fertilization clinic and a fertility clinic. And there's a group of people who go in from various walks of life. Uh, gay men, like a gay couple, a lesbian couple, a single older woman, a regular couple, just all from, with all of their various reasons of why they need uh, fertility help. And um, Colin Fewer plays Dr. Freeman, the one that heads up the fertility clinic. And something goes awry in the processing of all of the, um, the, the, the whole process for, for that round of um, IVF. And then The Making of Plus One is about, like the title suggests again, um, the making of, it's sort of like a mockumentary of the making of a film, or, or a group of people attempting to make a film. And um, that's going to be a lot of fun, too. Um, Andy McDowell and Jennifer Tilly are signed on again. And, but all three of these also, are, by the way, are improv. The dialogue is improv. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's all improvised on set, although the scenes have been laid out. So there's sort of a scenescape script, but there's no dialogue. So we improvise that, and I really enjoyed that process a lot. I was going to say, do you find you like it better that way or the stricter way that it's the, he has a script and you well, follow In the beginning, when, when we started with Intervention, actually, when I, when I did Comic Book the Movie before that, that was also unscripted dialogue. And I, I was a little bit hesitant to do it, but it was it was fun, and it was a fun, you know, uh, relaxed atmosphere and filming atmosphere. And then when I started um, Intervention, because I was surrounded by such big names, and because of the the process with with being improvised dialogue on set, I, I was really intimidated, and I was worried that I wouldn't be able to do it. But honestly, I now after I've done two, and now next month I'll be doing my third one. Um, I don't think I could go back. It's going to be very hard to go back to the regular scripted yeah. way because it's just so much more rewarding as an actor yeah. to me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you see a lot of actors now that are going, doing independent films. Whereas, you know, years ago they didn't do that. They always did the regular ones. Um, do you, do you like the? You've worked on both. So do you like the independent feel or the the, the blockbuster type? <laughs> I'll tell you, I like the independent films um, because I get more creative input as an actor, and I get uh, you know the director has a lot more, gives you a lot more leeway as an actor. A lot of more, um, you have a lot more creative input into your character and into the script itself and scenes, and um, you also are able to play things that maybe are against your type, which normally you wouldn't get. You would get cast right. by type, but with independent films, you you have a lot a, a broader 
spectrum to choose from of roles, in mm. my opinion. Yeah. Now, when um, when you started to get into the business, were you um, did, did, is that something you had consciously decided to do, or is it something that somebody just you know discovered you? waitressing, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. No, I'd always wanted to be an actress. Yeah. Um, since I was really little, I used to, with my sister Mary, we used to, in the backyard, we used to put on, for the neighbors, we'd put on a show every week called the Donna and Mary Show, because we were, you know, Donnie Marie was popular back then. I'm 40 now, so, you know, I'm dating myself, but yeah. And then I starred in my school plays. You know, I played the Virgin Mary at my my private Catholic school that I went to, and I've always, I love being on stage and entertaining and watching people react and have the audience laugh or whatever mm -hmm. it is. So I always knew that's where I would end up. Yeah. Um, who were your idols when you were, you know, going up and... You know, honestly, I think my, my the only one I can remember idolizing with was Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy? I loved Ruth Buzzy, and I used to imitate her all the time as a kid, and... Um, that's the only one I really remember. I really admired her. I liked how funny she was. Have you ever had a chance to meet Ruth? No, never have. I worked with her on a film, and um, she, she's very nice. Wow. I mean, she's such a I'd great person. Yeah, yeah, she's really nice. To and I, the only other person I've ever been starstruck by as an adult, uh, after already you know, becoming an actress, is um, was Loretta Swit. I was sitting in Taverna Tony's in Malibu eating lunch, and she came in with a group of people and sat at the table behind me. And I've met all kinds of people. I mean, in my business, I've met all kinds of huge stars that people would just go gaga right, over. Yeah. But she, I was just like, I got nervous because I used to watch MASH all the time. I had three channels growing up. And yep. so you watched what was on, and MASH was on, and that's what we watched. And I loved Hot Lips Houlihan, yep. and, and there was Hot Lips sitting behind me. And I, you know, my friends were like, well, go, you know, you're down at Erica, go over and say hi. I couldn't do it. I was couldn't. just, no, I couldn't do it. So she ended up leaving. And Had your chance it. there. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, um, I want to thank you. I know everything's hectic here and you, you want to get back, but I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and um, uh, good luck with your movies that are coming up. Thank you very right. much. Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> And we want to thank Donna DiEroco for taking the time to talk to us. She was uh, such a nice guest, and she is such a lovely woman. Coming up on the next episode of On Screen and Beyond, episode 40, you do not want to miss our guest on that show because he, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but what I will tell you is that this actor has played so many different types of characters. It's not one that he's not one that has played the same character over and over and over and over. He has played everything from a superhero to a psychotic killer to a father in a show. And, uh, I mean, everything in between. It's just, it's just been all over the map, the things he's done. You are going to love this next guest coming up on episode 40. Check it out coming up very shortly right here on On Screen and Beyond. For now, all I'm going to say is you're going to want to see this or listen to this or see it. If you're, you know, if you're listening on iTunes, don't forget you can see pictures down in the corner there uh, or on your iPod, however. But uh, you, you don't want to miss that one. So be ready for that. That's going to be coming your way. And don't forget to check out our website and you can get past episodes of On Screen and Beyond. We've had, like I say, this is episode 39. So we've had 39 guests 
uh, ranging from people from the 50s and 60s to the 80s and 90s and some brand new people coming up. And we've also had people from Twilight movies. We've had people from uh, uh, Joe Anderson was on the show. He was in uh, Across the Universe and, and, and The Ruins and... Uh, Sean Tube, who was in Crash, and uh, it's just the uh, Iron Man. Uh, it's just so much that we've we've interviewed and talked to these people, and you want to go back and listen to some of these people, you know. So whether you you like listening to the old TV shows and you know the old movies, or you want to hear people from the new things, we've got them. We got music people. We got a lot more coming your way. Keep checking. I just can't. Uh, I'm just so excited about everything that's going on. We're getting some great guests coming away. So keep listening. Hope you're going to be here on the next episode because you're going to want to catch it. Until then, this is Brian saying take care.